0: This true first person story was recorded in front of a live audience at the Fringe Club in Hong Kong. If you want to learn how to tell your best story, sign up on our Hong Kong Stories Meetup page, follow us on Facebook, or go to HongKongStories.com. Hong Kong Stories, it's better than drama, it's better than comedy, it's real life. Now, from the January 2017 show on the theme of fresh, here's Tracy. We stood together under the glare of the hospital examination lights, hovering over the stainless steel tables. I looked over at my husband, and I could see how scared he looked, and that wasn't reassuring. We watched as an emergency technician took a vial of blood from our baby. They had given him something for the pain and something else to make him sleepy, and they were getting him ready for a scan, but everyone in the room already knew what it was gonna show. He had cancer. He was having these seizures caused by advanced lymphoma, which was terminal, and he was very likely going to die. Unless we went for the chemo, which was an option. It wasn't a home run. It was more like a last-ditch Hail Mary, but we could try it. It was going to be an ordeal, and it would have side effects, and it meant that I would have to schlep back and forth from the hospital twice a week which was not going to be great for my schedule. Um, And it was going to be really expensive, like really expensive. And the medical bills were already piling up. So it was late at night by the time they discharged us. Um, And when they did, it was with a ton of information about the chemotherapy, what it would entail, and financing and payment plans. There was even some information in there about what we could do with the body if we decided not to go for the treatment or if the treatment didn't work out. And I think there was a thing that sent us over the edge into shock. It had come on so quickly and he was in so much pain and we had to make a decision within 24 hours and it was literally life or death. And I remember this so clearly. We walked out into the darkness. It was probably after midnight because we had been at the hospital all day and I was juggling all the paperwork I could see his ears sticking out of his carrier, and his nose poking into the night air, and I could hear how weak his meows had become. I looked at my husband, and I said, chemotherapy, really? And my husband looked at our cat, (laughs) and he said, I just wish I knew what Willis wanted us to do. And then literally, out of the shadows of the veterinary hospital, a figure emerges. And he says, I can help you with that. (laughs) If you know how to listen, your animal has a voice. They hands me a card. And the card has one line on it. www.mammalmedium.com and I have to admit, in the middle of all of this grief, it was intriguing. So when we got home and we settled Willis on his pillow, on our bed, we fired up the computer, and we went online. www.mammalmedium.biz And we found ourselves on the website of a pet psychic. Who, for the sake of the story... I will refer to as (laughs) clairvoyant. And Claire specialized in traveling the extrasensory pathway into the minds of domesticated animals. (laughs) And it's two o'clock in the morning, this seemed like the solution to our problem. (laughs) Because Claire could read Willis's mind. And she could tell us what he wanted to do. So all we had to do was figure out how to get her on the phone to make an appointment. So the first thing we had to do was register on their website. It asked me for my email address, and I'm like pretty tech-savvy, and I keep 10 extra email addresses for this very reason. <laughs> so I put in my favorite one. Chris P. Nacho at gmail.com. Feel free to email. It asks for my birthday, and I'm not about to get my identity stolen, so I put in my grandpa's birthday. And it asks us what kind of animals we care for. Scroll down to the H's, and we click on hamster and horse. Boom, boom, click, click, we're registered. Um, we get to see their appointment schedule, and Claire can talk to us the next morning at 9 a.m., which is perfect. Except that I was going to be at home, my husband was going to be at work, but we figured we can use his fancy conference call system to make this happen. So, fine, get to the payment, I give them my credit card information, and we're good to go. And that night, as we got into bed, we knew what we were going to face the next morning was going to be really difficult. But we had the comfort of knowing that we were going to be able to talk to Claire. And Claire was going to be able to talk to Willis... and our decision would be made. So, 9 a.m. the next morning, I sat in my pajamas in our apartment, looking at the phone, and a couple miles away, in his suit and tie, my husband closed the door to his office, and he made the call. Claire answered. She was lovely to speak to, and um, she had a very, very pleasant, soothing voice, she asked us why we were calling. So, a couple miles away, in his suit and tie, my giant, strong husband opens his mouth to tell her, but all he can do is sob. (laughs) But like, sob uncontrollably into the phone to the point where Claire can't understand what he's saying. (laughs) So I take over and I explain to her, that we had adopted Willis when we first moved in together. He's our baby, our pride and joy. He's diagnosed with cancer. They offered us chemo, and, um, and we don't know what to do. Claire says she understands, and she would like to take a moment and resonate with the universe <laughs> and see if she can tune into Willis's mindscape. <laughs> so she puts us on hold... For 10 minutes, <laughs> I put the phone on speaker and I can hear my husband blowing his nose and, and sniffling on the other end. And finally, Claire comes back. And she says, in fact, she was able to dial Willis's frequency <laughs> and commune with him. And Willis feels that his life was like a shooting star it was bright and it was brilliant and it was brief, and it was blessed. And he doesn't want to go through the pain of chemotherapy, and he's ready to say goodbye. So that night, we honored his wishes. And the vet came to our house, and we put Willis on his pillow on our bed, and we gathered around him. We had our hands on him, and we put him to sleep together. And it was brief, and it was merciful, and we had this deep sense of comfort that we had done the right thing and that Willis had participated in this decision. And in the days that followed, I had to get used to the fact that the apartment was empty and Willis was no longer there. And one afternoon, I sat down at my computer and an email popped up from Clairvoyant. (laughs) And my stomach just dropped. I thought, oh my gosh. Willis has a message for us from beyond the grave. So I gathered myself, centered myself, and I opened the email. And it said, Dear Crispy Nacho, Your horse has exciting news to share with you. Click here to make an appointment to find out all about your animal's hopes and dreams. $39.95 39.95 for the first 3 minutes, 9.95 each additional minute. We'd been scammed. The mammal medium was spamming us with news of Crispy Nacho's non-existent horse less than a week after Willis had died. It was worse than insult to injury. It was worse than salt in a fresh wound. I mean, Willis's body wasn't even cold. <laughs> he had been cremated, but, <laughs> but you know. <sighs> and I was furious. I reached for the phone to call my husband and tell him that clairvoyant was a con. She can travel the extrasensory pathway to the minds of domesticated animals. This is bullshit. But then I stopped myself and I thought yes, I could do that. I could call him. I could tell him all of that and I could ruin his day. I could. Or I could sit down, back at my computer, and I could pay (laughs) $39.95 And I could find out what Crispy Nacho's horse had to say. Thanks for listening to this story brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. If you want to know more, visit us on hongkongstories.com. Everyone has a story to tell.